Welcome to Games on Earth, episode 172 for Friday, April 19th, 2019. Get it? 1919, April 19th, 419. Everybody's favorite holiday. Everybody's favorite holiday, 419. Mm-hmm. 419. Yep. Oh, man. Ian, Eve. could you tell us the, 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 the long-told tale uh, spun down through the generations in song? Of uh, our forefathers on April nineteenth during uh, that that fateful day in, in Sebastius Day, eighteen seventy eight. Ah yes, April nineteenth, eighteen seventy eight. The date that we've all heard about since uh, the early early days of our youths. And first what that thing has... they teach you in first grade. Yeah, and make sure to uh, emphasize the part about weed. Yeah. It's just, it's good. It's good stuff. You know yep. it. I know it. It's is that, in, it, you is know. Is that the Games on Earth official stance on marijuana? <laughs> it's you know good. It, we know it. Thumbs up. You, we know it. it you know it. It's good on stuff. April 19th, 1823, or whatever you said, yep. history declared. It's weed. It's good. It's weed. <laughs> it's, it's weed. It's good. And that's it, Derek. History flew down from the sky and landed on Earth <laughs> just in that, front of the pilgrims. And it's was like, like, listen. I Yo, gave you this. It grows so, out of the ground. It's free. It's good. Jesus came down to earth with his demon wings. Whoa, whoa. Said, Let's not make this religious. Come on. Whoa. Uh, apparently, we had different uh, teachers, Jesus. different schools of thought here. This is how I was raised. Jesus Christ. How are you guys raised? Listen. So, Ian, I'm just to know that you, would, that you would listen. I, have, I don't actually have anything important to say. I apologize. So, Jesse, uh, kids loved games. Kids love Pac-Man. Uh-huh. I heard they love Pong. Uh, those are some big mm-hmm. ones. Uh, they those are that... two of the biggest. You know, doubt it, but, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, kids love Fortnite. They love to floss. But I, is Fortnite still cool to kids? You know, I think it is, but it's funny. I actually just saw a little blurby about that earlier today, and apparently one of the uh, developers or creators of Fortnite just purchased like a hundred acres of forest to prevent it from being cut down. And then somebody else responded and said, "But it's only because he's going to drop, he's going to airdrop one hundred children in there next and see what happens." <laughs> wow. and, but I, I, I would actually kind of like to see it. Actually, it said next move is to kidnap one hundred kids and airdrop them in. Hundred acre woods. Uh, actually, and it was thousands of acres of forest. Oh damn it! Yeah, because I was about to say, hundred acres is actually not that much. And that would be a bloodbath. Yeah, you, I feel uh, like if I if I said that, that'd be such a weird shit thing to say to somebody. If I had a friend who was like, "Dude, I just bought a house and it's on a hundred acres," and I'd be like, "I thought really you were gonna say, dude, I just bought a hundred kids." <laughs> no, whoa! I'd be like, you know, that's really not that much. <laughs> you need yeah. to get some more kids. <laughs> Hundred acres, you know, that's a small forest. I mean, thing is, any loud noises that happen, you'll hear it from. You could easily hear a hundred acres away. Um, like that's not far. Really? Uh, I want, yes. How far is acres and miles? Okay. Uh, think of. Hmm. I don't know. I don't have the actual. I know it's. I, I think is an acre one tenth of a mile. I don't know. You're the one who's got all this acre knowledge. I don't remember now. So, kids love games. Games are coming out. Games are all over the place. The ubiquity of these things. Oh, my God. I was on the bus the other day, and a kid was playing on his phone. And I was like, what's that, kid? And he's like, it's a phone. And I was like, no way. I don't expect that you ever talk to a strange child. 
God, could you imagine me talking to a child? No, dude. Bus? I could imagine you talking to a child, like if uh, if you had to. But I couldn't <laughs> imagine you talking to a to a stranger's child. I couldn't imagine you being like, "Hey, little boy." Like, Exactly. I couldn't imagine you just seeing a kid playing Fortnite and being like, you know, I played Fortnite before. If there's like, one thing people should know about me is that I will never voluntarily talk to a child. <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> it's so like you are. I, it's. It, don't I don't get me like wrong. kids. I like. I don't like kid. him either, Derek. Niece, but and she's. But great, you talk but, to them like they're little aliens. They are. They're weird do humans. They don't have de- developed brains. They can't reason properly. They're little chaos things. <laughs> They're little chaos agents. You're yeah. right. Chaos demon. They're learning so much. Like, there's probably colors that they've never even seen before. <sighs> what? <laughs> now I'm just picturing you saying that to a kid on the bus. I'm just picturing a kid on the bus and you just turn over and look at him and they look at you and you go... I bet there's colors you've never even seen before. <laughs> As That's I've spent creepy. a lot of time in color palettes, just like looking at, you know, various colors in the process of getting my art degree. And I got to tell you, there were a few that surprised me. <laughs> <laughs> like diarrhea fever green. Yeah. So you'd see that and be like, oh, that's like diarrhea. Um, <sighs> yeah. I don't know. Show me that diarrhea green. Can you imagine if you had a kid of your own? Wouldn't that be just disgusting? No, I don't want like, that. I you do don't not want neither children. Of you, do, do neither of you ever want children? Jesse, it would like be a cold day in this. hell before I, I think we, a child. we discuss this a lot. But I feel like the, a lot of people change. I know what we, we've discussed it more recently than not. So I'm, I'm just saying it wouldn't surprise me that if someday either of you was like, I could see myself having kids. It's just, it's crazy that I, I feel like none of our friends want children. Like, That's can you, kind can of, you th- most people in our generation, I think, don't want, I think because we see what kids have done to our parents in their generation when I mean, they I, had so much say. affluence uh, yeah. compared to us, but it was all spent taking care of us. as And we kind of want to live with that level of affluence. Like, you know, own a home and a car. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know. I, Having I kids makes it a lot harder to do that nowadays just with, an, you know. Uh, yeah, with the internet and everything. Definitely. Yeah, well, with mean, that. I feel like it, it's definitely like a, like a mindset maybe. I don't know. To be honest, it. Uh, you want kids, right? I definitely want kids, yeah. But the thing is, it seems like, it seems like the reason to not have kids is. Is that our planet's literally dying, and you would leave them a, a fiery ball of just no, noxious not at all. fumes? That's no, that's not at no. all. But it's it's like it's like I feel like the person who doesn't have kids is the same person that drives around in a Porsche with a license plate that says "No Kids." You know, like <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I feel like it, I. Which that's is a weird, stereotype. It is definitely it is definitely a stereotype, but like because. Because I look at our group of friends, and none of our group of friends wants to have children. And then I look at my other group of friends, and they all want to have kids. And most of them are either are having children or have children. Some, most of them have multiple children. I think. And so, for... it... sorry, continue. No, no, it, it's just for me. It's a little weird to be like, man, I can't believe that that none of you guys want kids, and then I like all of our 
the other friends want kids. So that's it's weird because it's okay. it's group based too. So it's not yeah. um it's yeah it's it's like well, the mindset of you think of friend groups a lot, the thing that ties a lot of friend groups together is having a consistency of like mindset or opinion on a lot of things or like a, a similar sense of humor similar dynamics and, and like uh similar ethics and so when people of similar ethics are grouped together they're going to have similar opinions about child child rearing um, yeah yeah what happened here what are we we're getting yeah it. i know it's a it's a game podcast but that's the other thing is you say that but but i'm of the mindset that i like kids and i hang out with people who do and don't want children right like so right it's, so it, yeah it's it's i'm transcending boundaries i will guarantee but, you this jesse if i ever do have any children they will be would cool be as hell. to you probably no no they would be cool as fuck and i'd be the best dad in the universe exactly so why don't you want to have kids because it costs so much and it's so much work and the kids aren't (laughs) even gonna appreciate it until they're like 30 until they're our age i think yeah i think that's too that's like i it'll be fun for me because i feel like i feel like at some point my kid will be my best friend you know (laughs) like 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 i would love to play video games and share like so many of my experiences with them no totally you know have them go and do shit on their own but like also like I see the time that I spend with my parents now, and I see how much they appreciate it, and it would be, and I see how much they, much time they spend with their own friends. Like I hear stories nonstop when I hang out with my parents about like the crazy shit they used to do when they were younger, like shit that's yeah. so wild yep. that I'm like, I'm like, I, I don't understand how you guys even have kids right now. Like it's yeah. crazy, dude. Like you, these stories of you guys like pulling these stupid fucking pranks and crashing motorcycles and like, oh my god my dad's <laughs> a mo- what, my, my parents were motorcycles too like motorcycle your people. parents were motorcycle i'm just picturing some, <laughs> i'm picturing like the movie cars right now but with your parents <laughs> no my dad's told me stories about like you know crashing on his bike and stuff and it's like yeah what and isn't it isn't it crazy you're like you're like wow i'm, I'm shocked that i'm here i love hearing crazy stories from my 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 parents but i but, also think to myself too that i'm like like down the road it will be nice to have children that like come and visit you and then like you know and they start families of their own and see what they do and i, I, I don't think... know i kind of want to have a legacy too like it would be i i love the idea of having a legacy a dynasty a dynasty yeah too and but to be like be like that's man, evolution man that's evolution that. calling to you that's this. that's your nature as an animal and, he, and ian you're like i don't want to have kids because the world's destroyed already but what if your kid was the one who saved the planet Oh yeah, nah, dude. Dude, what if your um, kid my my kid would have Dude, Ian, you're fucking you're smart as hell. What if you had like a fucking baby genius who was yeah. like, this is what you guys have been doing dude, wrong. My kid would be this so my think. kid would be so fucking cursed with apathy that that just wouldn't happen. Take yeah. you take my apathy, you take Megan's apathy. You stir them together in a in a fucking cauldron and mm-hmm. they turn around. They they collide and and turn into the opposite opposite of i apathy. think for me a empathy. big thing was growing up i always saw people uh without kids seeming very happy and people with kids seeming constantly stressed and always angry and yes. i'm gonna i'm like, gonna rope this back to what you said in the first place jesse but and i want to say that if not having kids i can only hope that not having kids gets me to a position where i can afford a porsche with a license plate that says no kids (laughs) not that i would want the porsche i but no 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 and and that was just an example sure yeah i'm 
yeah, I I'm not saying that nobody who who goes their life without having children is gonna be like a fucking millionaire later. The on. goal, but I will is like, to be comfortable in my old age, and I don't think I'm gonna be able to do that if I had to pay to keep other like kids alive. More people yeah. alive. I yeah, I totally understand. I that. feel like in my older age is the time where I'd want to have kids. If I was like an older man. See, and that's the thing too, because a lot of people like are 60. like, "Well, that that's tr- that's truly like to like, your own decision." Because to me, I don't mind waiting till later. Like, I I wouldn't mind like having kids in my early forties, but you know, you, sometimes you get married and your significant other has uh, opinions too. And so oh, you, of course, you can't just take your own opinions into account. Or but, you can just surprise adopt. You could surprise adopt. I see, and it's crazy. I feel like I've heard so many, so many different stories on adoption. I feel like I've heard like adoption is super easy and it's it's not expensive. And then I've heard other stories where they're like, it's a nightmare. Ado- you you yeah, it's a nightmare. It takes thirty five years. You have to have at least six billion dollars. <laughs> and I'm like, I, I don't understand <laughs> adoption at all anymore. <laughs> I don't know who to like, believe. I'm like the the way I'm fucking picturing adoption is it's like people when you get a puppy, you could go to the pound and you could get a, a puppy on the cheaper for free, or you if you want to get a fucking breeder, you gotta pay the money. If you want a purebred adopted, if baby, you want that labradoodle, you gotta. You, you know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying is like I don't understand it because like I said, I've I've heard like trains of thought both ways where it's like yeah adoption is it's super affordable it's super quick it's super easy there are tons of kids looking for homes and then i've also even like personally my aunt she's been i think like for the majority of her life has wanted to adopt a girl like she had she had three boys of her own and has always wanted a little girl and i know they went through like the whole process and they talked about all the money and like all the crazy shit that they would have to do and like she just was never able to adopt a, a girl a daughter a child i guess and it's like just because the amount of money it cost and the amount of like time and everything so it's just it's weird to me i don't know that is weird because i've always been like of the opinion with like the state of things that there are many kids that would like to be adopted and need a, to be adopted like yeah. there are a lot of children in foster care that would love to be adopted but then why is it so incredibly difficult to adopt a kid exactly i some of some of it i just don't i mean part of it i understand in the sense like of course i totally understand the background checks and i understand that making sure that you have to have a specific income to be able yeah. to care for a child and stuff like that but to pay money to adopt a child is weird to me yes i mean i i, I understand the thought process of like oh well I, I don't know what the thought process behind it is. You know, you, maybe you're paying for the amount of money the government paid to keep that child going until somebody adopted them. I have or no like idea. funding yeah. orphanages and shit. Is that a thing? Do or yeah, that's the thing. Or or maybe they they want you to pay a rehoming fee, like you're buying a pet on Craigslist or something. I think that's uh, it. Cause I, I'm I'm a, I'm guessing like a lot of adoption agencies have deals with you know, certain foster care places and that's kind of how the money moves. So yeah, foster yeah. care that, I mean, kids, kids are crazy. Kids are wild. Kids love those games. Let's, let's reel it back into games. Uh, is that what this podcast is about? I don't know. Shit, I guess we were weird. talking about having children and let's, we should I probably it was wrap the that ethics up. of buying and selling children. Yeah. The ethics of it, buying and selling children. Really changed, we're really yeah. putting the adoption agencies on blast here. Um, this is going to be their worst nightmare. 
Uh, yeah, I know. I knew that they were going to dread the day that somebody from Games on Earth just took a shit on their whole uh, operation. Operation. <laughs> blew, the, blew the lid wide, off, wide open. Yeah, just fucking tore it up. If you're listening and know anything about adoption, please uh, email in and correct us on everything we don't know. Um, or not. Which it is doesn't quite matter. a lot. <sighs> Show me adoption. Yeah. Anyways, I don't want to have kids. Not until I'm like a, I can be like a millionaire or something. If I was a millionaire, then maybe I'd have kids. A millionaire? That's a lot of money. Oh, okay, not literally millionaire, but like if I was a I want to be a millionaire. If I had a, a lot of money and having a child would be affordable. Right now, god, could you imagine just right now you have a you have a kid. You need to afford to pay for this kid's everything. No, like, fuck that. Like this second? Yep. Yeah. This second. I could imagine that. Yeah? Yes. What's your kid Jesse, doing? you're close, though. You're like, you're one year away from having a kid. Damn. Probably. Probably. I, I, I. Yeah, you've already taken the dog. I'm set. sure it'll be, I'm sure it'll be sooner than later. Um, well, who knows, though, because who knows, once we start trying, like, I mean, if we have problems, then who knows, it might be a couple of years. So, I mean, you never know. I mean, what if I have a hundred kids? Then I'll be like really bummed out because you'll be dead. Yeah. To me. <laughs> I would be dead to you. I wouldn't That's know how to talk to them. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, would we still be invited to like events or gatherings? Yeah, just yeah, no but your kids, kids wouldn't, especially yeah. if you had a hundred. Well, like too, because like I think about uh, like. Um, Rich and Meg, they have a kid, and it's like they've been to several things lately, and there's no problems there. They're get a babysitter. You have to be okay. I think the the key thing you got to know when you're having a kid is you got to prepare and make connections with local babysitters, and just have a network ready for whenever you want to actually go out and do things with your friends to and and have the money ready, like save up enough. To afford yourself that time, get that babysitter, mm-hmm. you know, working and go out and enjoy yourselves without that fucking kid. I can't understand how parents spend just, they just spend all their time together and with the child. And then after that, like they're at, okay, they're at work. Dude, I know why. It's this crazy little thing called love. Yeah. But like <laughs> without time apart, no to people. I don't know. I'm of I the agree, mind but- where people need to have their own spaces and their own spheres, uh, social spheres. If you're stuck in one space yeah. too long or one social sphere or like one, if it's just you and your significant other in the same space together without interacting with anyone else, eventually you'll just think it just gets bad. Like eventually things, I don't know. Maybe, maybe no, I agree are, with you. There's a boiling point. People are gonna. You just need time gonna... away so you can appreciate the other person more, and that's an integral part mm-hmm. of any relationship. And I think it's an integral part of raising kids as well. You need to get away from that kid so that you miss them. Because you're around... if I don't spend enough time away from my child, child, I'll probably smother them. Also, I was a third child, and being a third, you kind of get a lot of slack to kind of do whatever, whenever. <laughs> And not a lot of supervision. Uh, it was awesome. Yeah, it's pretty. Yeah, that cool. seems like a great thing. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I, 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 the other, a lot of parents don't let their kids out alone anymore. 
Like use it like the helicopter parent. Oh my god, it's everywhere. Uh, I was watching my brother's house, and I it was like four o'clock. I was playing Spider Man on PS4 in his living room, and I looked out the window and I saw a bunch of golf carts. There were three or four golf carts. And it was parents waiting for the bus to drop off their kids so they could golf cart them back to their houses. They can't even leave the kids <laughs> alone for the five minutes it, it takes them to walk from the bus stop to their house. Because they're so afraid of like... a That somebody's going to come and snatch them up? Yeah, in like this white suburban well-off neighborhood. I, I It's... It's wild. You know, I think there's there's crazy mindsets with everything because most of our families like live in Jenison for the most part. Um, and like I know Way my to parents live in Jenison. I can, dude. Sorry, no, no, no big deal. Like no, like a lot of people who don't know what that is. Like Jenison for us, Jenison is a fucking safe town. It is a bubble. Nothing bad happens there. It is totally normal. Nothing crazy. My parents treat it like they live in the fucking ghetto. They lock. They have like all their doors. They lock. The, they lock the door, and they have screen doors. They lock the screen doors. They lock their windows. They have the like a garage where the garage door closes, and there's a door that goes from the garage into the house. They lock that door. So like, if somebody managed to break through the garage door, they would still have to get through an additional locked door to get into the house, and then get through and your I don't dad understand too. It. Who's, exactly who's in, in his underwear standing in his underwear is locked <laughs> he's got a fucking uh not a guard is it a garter belt yeah, he's got a garter belt on a chastity belt a chastity, a chastity belt. belt there you go yeah they get through the garter belt real easy uh, okay so let's uh talk about games video games is that what we actually do i don't know does it matter I mean, I guess. I actually had a lot of video games to talk about. Like, I've been playing so much shit. But, like, I played. this is our podcast. We can do whatever we want, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would think so. You know, I feel like viewership or listenership actually increases when we do weirder shit. Maybe this is a little inside baseball. But it, really? It like, seems... So when we do weird shit, people listen? Well, because I feel like people are going to listen now. They're going to be like, oh, this is a podcast about children. And then next week, they're going to be like, why the fuck are they talking about video games? Yeah, I, uh, huh. I don't know. It's weird. Anyway, go on. Video games. Sure. Might uh, as well. Let's see. I, I, last weekend was a big, uh, Pokemon Go event, which I'm still playing for some reason. Don't know why. I still really love it. So I don't, when I say I don't know why. Yeah, I was about I, to ask, like, enjoy it. do you know I'm, why? Like, I'm saying, when I started, I, I got back into it last July. Because last July was when I started playing again, and I was like, this will be a couple months. And now it's, I mean, it's not too far off from July again, and I'm still going hard, <laughs> um, which is crazy. So last weekend they had the Bag On event, which is the community day. This week they're doing Latios is back, and they're doing a big, uh, it's a dragon-type Pokemon okay. from Gen 3, I believe. Is it a bag? Um, no, it actually is really weird. It's like It's like a little little dragon with a with a fucking i don't even know how to describe it he's got a a triple ball nut sack on his head that goes down his back and he evolves into salamance Gross. he evolves from bag bag on into like sheldon or something and into salamance which is a dragon with these wings but its wings look like it looks like it was designed by a a three-year-old who didn't know what a dragon looked like they're like what do wings look like on a dragon and they just 
took a pair of scissors and a piece of craft paper and just cut out a shape and stuck it on the back and they're like that's what wings look like because <laughs> it, it doesn't make any sense i want you to look up look up a picture when you get a moment what, what is his name you'll agree uh, uh, salamance salamance <laughs> i wish it was salamandastron maybe that's the mega evolution all right and turns into salamandastron keep going though i want you to i want you to give me a visual of these wings um but anyways on top of that uh i beat sekiro yesterday actually that game i want to talk about that um i started playing risk of rain 2 i played uh, a ton of that Ooh. um i started a new board game with some friends called gloomhaven okay that's a okay salamence you see salamence salamence looks like okay you take the batman symbol from the 1998 batman movie batman forever yeah uh and you paint it red and then you rip it and you just break it in half the you take a batarang paint it red break it in half and then shove it into the back of a salamander, uh, and you just say, "Oh, it has wings now!" And there you go. That's, that's exactly what it yep, is. That's salamander. You fucking nailed it. Yep. It is is not good. No. Uh, and it's also funny because I realize how how uh, and the internet. I love the internet. It was only about twelve pictures down before there's a photo of uh, somebody who drew a salamander as uh, like an anthropomorphic female. Of course, internet. Way to go. <laughs> Leave it to the internet. Leave it to the internet. A rule <sighs> is it rule thirty four? I don't. I think it's rule thirty four. I don't. I, I've, sure I've, I've purposely made that rules shit like not part of my vocabulary, not part of my what? knowledge. Because I've heard people talk about like that shit before, and I'm just like, no, no, stop it. <laughs> There's a lot of rules. I don't know. I a lot of them are real funny. I think I think I'm pretty sure Rule 34 is like if it exists, there's porn of it. Okay. And then I think there's another one where it's like it's like the gender bender, where it's like whatever it is, this, this is the ultimate or the alternate form rule of it. Rule 968. Let's stop talking What's that about one? the rules. 4chan, thank you so much for your contribution to the world. <sighs> um, so I don't know. What do you guys want to hear about? Do you want to hear about Ooh, uh, choice. Sekiro or I feel like you already um, talked Sekiro. <laughs> I did, but now that I've finished it, I, I guess if you guys don't want to hear any more Sek- Sekiro is hands down the most challenging game I've ever played in my entire wow. life. Wow. I have I have spent so many hours playing that game. I can't tell you how many hours I've spent fighting the same bosses over and over and over. I bet money I spent a minimum of four hours fighting the final boss. Nice. Like, like but it's just Does it feel good when so you crazy. finally won, when you finally beat it when i beat him it didn't i didn't even realize that i had beaten him because i was like probably six more phases to go <laughs> because of like the the whole health bar system where they like just drop a little red dot on him and they're like well he's this guy's got another full health bar um and there's so many just different forms there's there's so many times in that game where you're playing and you're like man this is this is the hardest boss i've fought yet and then you you get his health bars off, and you're like, it, it happens so many times that by the end, I'm like, even after I kill, get rid of all this guy's health bars, something crazy is gonna happen. He's gonna come back to life somehow. Something, I don't know, a fucking lizard is gonna crawl out of the ground and crawl up his anus, and he's gonna get another full <laughs> health bar and fucking come after me again. Anus but lizard form. It, it's Salamence. It, it, that's that is what that fucking game is. That game is an anal lizard form. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard um, like every boss does that. Like they'll die and then suddenly get back up with like some crazy shit possessing them or like yeah 
Like, shit doesn't make sense. Yeah. Like this is I I I spoilers not spoilers. I might have even mentioned this on the last one. There's a there's a part and I had, had it spoiled for me because I saw it on uh, a YouTube video online. No, but, careful, what? careful spoiling shit. I don't. Well, be vague. Okay, do you be want, vague. There's a there's an enemy that you fight and you cut his head off and it gives you like the end. It's like. Like, it literally gives you the reward. It's like, you have had a shinobi execution. You did it. And then, literally, the game is still for seconds, and you're like, well, I wonder what the next thing I do is. And then the body gets back up and picks up the head with its hand and starts chasing after you again. And I'm like, motherfucker, <laughs> are you kidding me? This game is so goddamn ridiculous. But I love it. Um, I beat it. I give it a fucking 9 out of 10. I don't think I've ever given a game a 10 out of 10. I don't know why. I feel like this this game was amazing. It didn't feel like a Souls game. I feel like it made me better at playing Souls games in general because like the only way to really really beat most of this shit is if you actually master deflecting, countering and counterattacking. Like you have to master these things in order to get to the fucking game. So, and if you if you didn't, if you managed to get through it, I have seen some people who are like yeah, if you want, you could spend 35 minutes fighting this one boss where all you do is r- run around and wait for this single animation where you can get, like, maybe, uh, like, 5% of his health Jesus. off with a swing. And then you just have to run around for another three minutes before he does that animation again. But at that point, I'm like, why the fuck would I even play that? It's not even fun. So, it it's a lot of fun, and I love it. I'm going through it again. I'm going to try and get the Platinum Trophy. Honestly, I think what I'm going to do, my next big thing is I'm going to wait and i'm gonna see what the reviews for days gone are because that comes out next week wow uh what, maybe friday maybe it's like april 24th yeah holy cow that's yeah it's coming up quick so hopefully that gets some good reviews too and then i might pick that one up and play that um but that was great um i could do a speed run for risk of rain nope. too. switching over uh, to ian do you have anything to jump in it. with ian ian's uh, jumping in everybody jump jump I recently, so Joker was released in the uh, 3.0 Smash update. Yep. And it happened yesterday, but I was under the weather, so I was sleeping like a lot. I was about to say, that's the best but, uh, time apparently, to play Smash. Yeah, it's when you're under the weather. You don't want to be well, over the weather. Well, apparently the strain out. was, uh, the strain on Nintendo servers was too great, <laughs> so shit wasn't good yesterday. <laughs> Go figure. Uh, Wait, just, just to play on online? Uh, well, just to get the update, even. Oh, jeez, that's it. But it also added stage builder, so like yes, that's pretty good. That's what I see. That's what I want. That's um, ooh, Joker. That's what I, I actually played. I hopped on a few rounds before this. Um, cause summer break, y'all. So I'm back at it. Uh, summer break, Joker. You, you're back on your bullshit. Are you not uh, done with uh, this semester right now? No, I am. I'm on summer break. Oh. So so Joker, tell me about him. He seems to just be a uh he seems to just to kind of be a mix of a few other characters. He's weird. So Oh, also I have not played uh Persona 5 at all. Yeah. Just want to point that out. Okay. So he has he's very quick. Um his attacks are very light. They don't do much damage. So like he has a his neutral B is just like pistols doesn't have really any knockback so it's like a pistol but it does the same type of damage as uh fox's laser is it fox laser or is it falco laser fox. is it like 
Hmm. No, not no knockback. Oh, okay, okay. You did say that, but I I just wanted to clarify. Sure. Um. So he his over B is some kind of magic. I assume it's like his thing in the game. It's like a reddish black projectile. Uh, it doesn't do much damage, but it uh, dots them, so they take a little bit of damage over time. Um, he has a his up B is a grappling hook, which I think is actually pretty cool. You can use it to get back to ledges, um, or you can use it if someone's like up above you. You can pull them down to you, which is pretty good, I think. Um, his down B is a counter, but it's also if you use it you absorb or start to fill kind of like uh, cloud's ultimate gauge but it's whatever it is in a persona okay. so you can like projectiles like energy stuff will fill that or that you'll gain that energy by uh like combos and i believe in taking damage as well once that's full you summon your persona i guess demon boy and now mm. all your attacks are like beefed up so his attack set is weak and until like he gets that boost from summoning the the demon so it's kind of like how with shulk you always want to be buffed Mm -hmm. it's kind of like that yeah can you do it at will or do you gotta charge it up like uh, little mac punch no it's not like little mac punch it's like you can like always have one going can't you pretty much yeah yeah and you can always have one as long provided you have like you fill that gauge and as that gauge then you get your demon for the duration of that gauge until it runs out then you got to fill it again then you get the demon see what i'm saying oh okay so it's like once he's out he just buffs like all your attacks like like crazy that's neat and uh yeah, and then that's when you do like the the heavy hitting. But Joker's interesting. I don't, I don't know if he's for me, yeah. but we'll see. Adding a little more texture to how the much roster? did he cost? Nothing. Really? Wait, what? He's free. I. Maybe you got the deluxe edition. Like. Yeah, because I thought he cost money. Yeah, I thought so too. Oh, I bet. I that's right. I bet I paid the sixty five or whatever it was and got that, including all the DLCs. Yeah. Anyway, flipping it back, Jesse, we're back at you. Risk uh, of Rain two. Yeah. So what I remember the original Risk of Rain is it was a two D platformer action game with randomly generated levels and procedurally generated enemies that would overwhelm and swarm you, and you would basically have to just survive as long as possible. Uh, right Mm -hmm. something of that sort um there yeah there there was a goal like yeah you like each each area that you're in like is a zone and you kill a bunch of bosses or kill little like monsters that spawn um and then there will be like a shrine that you have to enable and when you do that it will summon in a boss Mm -hmm. and then once you defeat the boss and spend enough time around the shrine the shrine will become a portal that you can take to the next level. Um, and all the time, all the meanwhile, while this is happening, there is a timer in the top corner that is your difficulty. So as the, the timer increases, you spend, enemies get stronger. Yeah, the longer you spend playing the game, the more difficult the game becomes and the stronger the enemies are. Oof, I love so that. you have to, yeah, you can't just sit and spend your time like running around and collecting items. Cause you'll get items that are like, uh, 
um, like a healing item. Like uh, like at this point, we're talking about Risk of Rain two now. Risk of Rain two year is not two D anymore. Now it is actually three D. Um, it's still got like a, a more cartoony uh, effect to its style, um, like like high poly, but it just it it's a colorful world. It's very beautiful mm-hmm. um, and it's very smooth and crisp. But uh, Love it. it's in early access right now. It's only $20, so it's pretty good. I'm playing it on Steam. Um, we've got, I think there are three other people that have it and have been playing it. So um, there's not a ton out to it. There are a few worlds. I think there are like four or five unlockable characters. I have unlocked every single character already except for one. This is because um, they added these. Hot off the press is early access, right? Yes, and it, it it is still super fun. Like, but that's the thing. So, just because I have every character doesn't mean I don't want to play it anymore. Right. It's still, it's still super fun to play. It's like it's a, and it's funny too because when we first started, it was like, yeah, each round was like five minutes, and then we started getting better. And now it's like, okay, well now each round's ten minutes, and it's like now we're better. Mm-hmm. And now at this point, it's like we might go sixty minutes without dying. I um, I know that feeling. Yes. Yeah. That is. It, it, it's. It's so good, but the thing is, nothing's really changing. I mean, I guess the big thing is like the characters you unlock, and in my opinion, some are way better than others. Um, but like but, harder enemy types come out, right? Yeah, and like in and, and more, more and more advanced. enemies, and the stronger they are, and eventually, because like the the difficulties are ridiculous. I mean, it's like normal, and then medium, and then hard, and then very hard, and then like demonic and then what are the hellish and then or the difficulty uh, increase it is uh, in warframe it's, it's probably five minutes. like yeah i would say it's i would it is definitely between five and ten minutes actually you know i would say it's probably five minutes because eventually what happens is it just gets to a difficulty that's called ah ha 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 and it just keeps scrolling indefinitely just saying ah ha 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 um but then what happens is as you start to progress through the levels still, once you're at the hardest difficulty, it just starts spawning more and more shit until you just can't keep up with it. Um, so, and eventually, like, that's the, one of the ways to unlock, like, the last characters is you actually have to play so far into the game that it just gets to a point where you teleport to, like, a portal and then you just, like, commit suicide to this, like, monolith and then it unlocks a character. What the fuck? Um, like, the last character in the game. All so, right. it's, uh... Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. They're doing really good shit with it. I'm really excited to see what else they do with it. Um, I think there it shows at least four more unlockable characters. I know they're talking about adding more levels. Um, I don't know what kind of time frame they're looking at, but it is a lot of fun. I mean, it's quick. It's not like it's not like some game that you're gonna put forty hours into, but you know, hmm. it's still it's a ton of fun. It's worth a play, and it's it's definitely like a good relaxing game. Like it's a good game to play when you're like in between. <laughs> um. Dude, another thing that I picked back up too was uh, um, Killing Floor Two. I and they've saw made you some playing that crazy huge changes. Yeah, they've made some huge changes to that game, like in a really good, good light. Awesome. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, ta- I talk about what, that. what, like, what specifically? Pull out the one. They have added. Pull out the one thing that that really excites you. They added more bosses. They added more final bosses. And they added new enemies. So, like, the the biggest thing was with the first Killing Floor game, every single time you... I know it's two things. Every (laughs) single time you got to the end of, uh, like, a a match, like a wave or whatever, like, say you would do ten waves, then once you completed all ten waves, an eleventh wave would would start where you would fight a boss. And in Killing Floor 1, there was only one boss. Yeah. And then when they added Killing Floor 2, they added a second boss, and then for, like... 
ever years it was just the two bosses now i think there are at least four bosses and they're all very unique and very different and it's it's a lot of fun uh fighting against them like the the one that i had to fight i've got to fight it for the first time the other day it is like a bloat which is just this behemoth like meat sack (laughs) of a monster and it runs around but it's covered from head to toe in armor and each of its body parts has like an armor health level, so you have to destroy the armor before you can even start damaging it. And it like fucking flings boogers all over the stage, Gross. and the boogers turn into monsters that Ew. chase you around and fucking explode in like clouds of poison. Ew. So it's funny because you'll you'll be like running away from the monster, and then you'll turn a corner, and there will be like these fucking sixteen gingerbread booger children chasing you down. <laughs> it is it is a lot of fun. Uh, and I'm very excited to play more of it. Oh, they added a, a bunch of shit too. I, I, yeah, prestiging. You can prestige your classes now. There's new guns for everybody. Um, newer, more characters. They added loot crates, which are free. You get loot crates now with a bunch of crazy shit for your characters. It's just like they revamped it. But I think what they did was they took a lot of uh stuff from like more popular games right now, like Fortnite and PUBG and all that shit. So. Huh. But in reality, it's making their own game better, so I'm not upset no, about yeah, it. No, yeah, totally. That's that, that's what Anthem didn't learn. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you yeah, should look at your peers. You should look at your the competition and the other games that are coming out in this space. Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. They well, um, anything else you want to add, Ian? Any other things you've been playing? Anything you're looking forward to play now that you have time, now that you're out of grad school for a bit? Um. I really should get back into Red Dead. I really should. Where are you? Not anywhere. Um, Nowhere? Shit, it's been so long. I just... uh, That dude... Shit, I can't remember his name right now. Just went like berserk on that town. Oh, oh, you're pretty early. The old uh, strawberry massacre. All strawberry. Oh, How do you feel about that guy? Um, I feel that he's gonna be, he's gonna be a thorn in my side later there we on. Go. Now you're getting in the mood. <laughs> Woo! Um, Ooh, that's what I, I also realized that I have, I have not gotten very far in Breath of the Wild either. So I, with my tail tucked between my legs, I'm reverting off of Master's mode because I'm sick of Dark Souls. Yeah, Master mode's too hard. <laughs> Wait, are you playing Dark Souls? Oh, no. you're saying Master well, Mode on Master, Master Mode of the Wild is just so tough. Is Dark Souls Breath of the Wild yeah. edition? Yeah, it's because uh, your weapons break before you can even do like a quarter damage to the, to the enemy, and then they just heal. And it's like what? Uh, what I. Uh, it's yeah, it's real hard. I wish they so. didn't auto heal. I wish I could turn that off, like because that's the one thing that. Uh, would make the game great i make master mode something really appealing to me but right now like setting up traps and stuff doesn't feel as cool because the enemies just heal from it and i'm just like yeah. ah blast ah yeah so i'm gonna revert the difficulty back down and then uh i also want to try and fire up the old uh campaign editor of war groove oh awesome yeah we should play some of that sometime. Hell yeah. When I'm not uh, so preoccupied with other... Sure. The house and, you know, my gaming obsession currently. 
Uh, What's your current gaming obsession? Oh, you don't even need to ask, Jesse, but I'm glad you did. So Warframe is still really good. And uh, we just got into hunting Eidolons and, uh, you know, kidding out our operators, uh, which are these Eidolons are these huge uh, boss things that roam the plains of Eidolon. And what happens is, like, they only come out at night. Uh, and so you have to beat them. You have to kill them before daylight or else they'll escape. And what they are is long ago on the plains of Eidolon, a massive sentient, which is like an evil robot thing, was killed uh, or destroyed. But its parts are still trying to rebuild it. And like all of its broken pieces like try and collect parts to rebuild itself but what it ends up making is just like this monster of metal and like logs and like it just it just looks like like a katamari mech uh from the plains like just picking up everything that it could to reform itself and they just roam around destroying shit so you got to take them out but there's really cool strategy involved like you have to play as uh, i don't want to spoil anything there's just multiple phases with multiple strategies and, and interesting tactics, and I'm having a blast. And uh, yeah, we're definitely hit. We've we've hit the end game for sure. Um, and is uh, Brad still deep into into the game as well? Oh yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, he was uh, he was trying to get me on board with a new game. He was trying to get me on board with Divinity Original Sin 2 with uh, you, him, and um, TJ. Yeah, we're, we're trying to get a, a group together for that, too, to play it like a, play through it like it's a D&D kind of campaign thing where we just like set certain times where we all play for uh, X amount of hours and then play through it like it was like a shared D&D campaign. Uh, Shit, I thought, dude, I wish I had a thing that could run that. That sounds awesome. Yeah. It does sound I mean, pretty cool. You you're not gonna have kids, yeah. so you could spend. Oh all yeah, that there we go. No kid money Full circle. on these baller no, computers, dude. baby. All that no kid money's going towards like a new fence and like yard shit and house shit. You a new fence? Is your fence I, not good enough? Is, uh, no, it's not. It's coming up. Hazel snuck under twice. Oh god. And was like way out. Like, luckily, she's such a little dingus that if we yell, she'll come back. I'm just glad she didn't cross the street. You should get a fence like mine. <sighs> to the bad side of town. Nice giant wall of a fence. It's uh. Must be nice, Derek. Do you know how expensive fences are? No, I have no. Look it up. It's bonkers. Point of reference, but I do know how expensive curtains are when they're customized for your windows because I just yeah, bought dude, some. It's... You so bougie. Why did you buy custom curtains? Because I wanted good ones. I love it. You saying that me and and Ian don't have good curtains? Ian has delicious drapes. Don't get it it twisted, twisted, Jesse. Clearly, you and I have good curtains. I don't know, dude. You uh, You said the only real curtains are ones that were custom. Derek, don't let him fool you it's a sign of class mm-hmm. and taste we have our curtains in our living room we were able are to just custom? find but the ones on the side windows those are custom blinds yes they're expensive i totally get it it's totally worth it okay so i have been talking a little bougie but honestly they were like the cheapest ones i could find 
on the site and there was a huge deal going on and um yeah they're i'm I, really the only custom thing about them is that they're honeycomb so people can't just like look and see them like like look through my window even when it's closed kind of thing you know like honeycomb blinds Wait, i look through your window when it's closed i know but now it's gonna be a little it's gonna get a little more difficult for you but not impossible. But not impossible. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bang on your window at night, and I'm gonna yell, "Honey, I'm calm." <laughs> <laughs> this has been Games yeah. on Earth, a confusing ride through child rearing, and you know, some we, we, what we a got weird there. Episode. You know, we got to games. It happened. Don't child, not even that, but child <laughs> rearing video games and custom blinds. You know, life. This is just a slice of life. The whole game is the whole game. The whole podcast is just you know a recording of us documenting our lives. uh, You know, in this age of humanity, this is this. We're going to send this out to space when we all expire, or when our predecessor. Oh shit! What are we going to do when we grow Mm. old and die with the podcast? My one child will wonder where all of uh, your children are. Yeah, so that's that what I'm thinking, Ian. Your legacy. Ian. It'll just be my one kid. We got Jesse's kid and probably his stupid friends. Yeah. <sighs> they you can handle it. Ian, are they going to take care of the podcast? You trust his stupid friends? Do you trust Jesse's kid's dumb friends? Yeah, Ian, you're you're letting me down. Right <laughs> those kids, trust me, man. Those kids are going to be dumb. <laughs> no. Dude, I don't uh, even they'll want be them at my house. they'll be way smarter than us. That's for sure. But we're still gonna hate them because all the genetic impurities will have been weeded out. Yeah, mm. they'll just be a millennium better from now breed of human and smarter. They'll have grown up with an infinite data set available for anything they would like to. Look yeah, how up. wild is that? <sighs> Zennials, man, weird shit. Growing up with the internet, uh, fully featured in their everyday lives. That's something to think about. That's something wild. Uh, we are the last generation who didn't have that. I think about that like a lot. Yeah, like and like phones. Phones are fucking ridiculous. Pho- phones stuff. are crazy. It was funny. This is last weekend. Uh, I went to uh, a birthday party for a friend, and we had a conversation where they were talking about a game they used to play. Where what they would do is they would they would all get together with their groups of cars. They would take two cars. And then what they would do is there would be, like, two teams of four, and each team would swap one person. They would blindfold that person. (laughs) They would all get in the cars, and they would spend 15 minutes driving as far away as possible. And then what they would do is they would, like, kick them out into a field or just some random place, just a BF&E. And the goal of the game was to get them as far away as possible and get them as lost as possible. So that once they called their team back, who was in the original car, they would have to try to guide them to themselves. Like, they'd have to be like, uh, well, I know we took a left and then we took a right and we drove for about five minutes. And I'm like, how would this work? Because everybody would just have gps they would know right where they are and they were like no don't you remember when phones didn't have screens like or like phones didn't actually have there weren't smartphones like they were just regular fucking flip phones yeah. i'm like oh my god that was a thing i couldn't like for a second i fucking forgot yeah and that's going to be like there isn't going to be that memory at all eventually or even with like the kids growing up now like don't have memory of that like for their entire lives they've always had all data surrounding them like 
Oh, it's I envy that so much. I know <laughs> you you are big data. Ian, I know you may you, you may feel differently, but I envy that. I I wish I was Wait, wait. You, connect me. Plug me it, in. What, what is it that you what is it that you envy? You envy Jesse like, Brown. My greatest fear data? is dying before the singularity, before I can be immortalized in a uh, sort of consciousness transference sort of thing into Let's a be real. hard I think drive. That's gonna happen. F- I think that's gonna happen for all of us. I don't think. Uh, I don't think any of us are gonna make it to the the great escape. Yeah, that's scary. That sucks. Damn it. Why? Because we could be the last generation of people who die. Yeah. Doesn't that suck? No. Really? We could be the last generation of humans who don't live forever. Why would you want to live forever? In a cyber utopian future. Heaven. True heaven. You just cyber sex and is what you want. Uh, Infinitely with everything. Forever in a digital space. Here's the thing. I am leaving this recording now this podcast <laughs> we are so we have gone so far off base here i don't think so yeah. we're talking about the future of games which is just also being a a, a a being that being said what you have described is my literal nightmare <laughs> i have had many a nightmare about exactly what you are describing ian, ian picture it we are both. Wait, Ian, your nightmare is being like being permanently alive in in knowledge. Like they would take your brain and put it on a hard drive. Guys, that's how the podcast continues. We just keep podcasting in the data life. How though? Mm. We wouldn't have video games to. Well, no, we'd have we'd all the have data, everything. Ian, don't you get it? We'd be able to do whatever. Life would be a video game. It'd be the dream. Yeah, and then somebody would hack your account, and they would fucking Fuck. put your head on a, a a naked woman's body. We should just change the name of the podcast to like games on Earth while they were still uh, in the physical realm. Study this. What I don't know. Because everyone's going to be in the digital world. Derek, you... I... No. That's... You... It's foolish that you even think that there's a chance that that's going to be available to you in your lifetime. I know. But damn it. That's why I'm mad. Actually, I don't think there's a chance of that. That's why I'm upset. It's our oh, damn... Yeah. Is those that damn kids are oh, going to be you living forever. It, it sounded like before you were like... You were like, I gotta, I gotta hold out... For that, I have to survive yeah. until you literally said you have to survive until the singularity. I would love to. <laughs> yes, I'm upset like, that I probably that's... won't. I'm upset that I'm going to probably die before the robots take over. No, that that's a, that's a different. That's beast. a completely different story. Yeah, that's. <sighs> I feel like the robots will take over before the singularity. The robots. The robots, the robots taking are over coming, is the singularity. We'll just be so. Yeah, no. We'll be so docile to them by then. It won't even matter. Like that's the thing. We'll just be like their pets that they take care of in a digital hard drive somewhere, floating in space, as they slowly build Dyson sphere after Dyson sphere, conquering the galaxy, with creating infinite energy uh, to supply. And what's the grow. Dyson sphere? I hear Dyson sphere, and I just assume it's a vacuum, something like a Dyson. Oh. No, That's no, it's not. It's not. A Dyson, it, a Dyson sphere is when you build a sphere of solar panels around a sun, basically. Like, to put it simply. So you're harvesting mm. in all of the solar energy from the sun. 100%. Which is 
astronomical amounts of power. Uh, unbelievable amounts of power. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, this has been Games on Earth. Thank you so much for listening. If you're listening from the far future in the data universe, I wish I was there with you. I regret to inform you that I was one of the last humans to die of natural death, and it really bums me out. Trust me. Um, so I'm probably in hell. I can't wait to be in hell. Thank you to Kyle Lancer for the intro-outro music. Sorry, I, I forgot that part. Thank you, Kyle. I hope you're not in hell. Welcome to hell.